Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Lost Souls podcast, where we're all lost souls navigating a world and society that glorifies success. This is episode 1.5, part 2 of the Lost in Love post half decade long relationships don't do it just kidding episode where Judels and I talked about how we were lost in love in our half decade long relationships. In part one, we dished a little bit about how our relationships started and how we felt lost during the relationships. In part two that you're going to hear in a little bit here, we talk about how our breakups happened, how we felt lost during and after the breakup, and in hindsight, what did we learn and how did we change? And so sit back, grab a drink, get your blankets, get comfortable, and enjoy this episode. And so I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, like how obviously those relationships have, you know, ended. Uh, you know, so if you just want to explain a little bit how your relationship ended, Judels, and then how did you feel when that relationship ended? Um, so our relationship ended really, like, all of a sudden. And I was just like, what the heck happened? <laughs> um, so before our break, or before he broke up with me, um, we went to Florida, we had a good time. And then um, it was like two months later, he broke up with me, two or three, I forget how many months later he broke up with me and his reasoning was he his reasoning was because he needs to find himself and I remember specific words but I'm not gonna say it because I'm not here to bash him um but I was very sad because I'm like wait 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 um I was almost done with school we were going we were planning things um like why did you why are you breaking up with me and he said he was just trying to find himself and um, this is better for the both of us. And I was very lost because in a relationship, he hurt me a lot. And I f- was very lost in a relationship. And the only thing that kept me going was, I love this guy. I'm going to be with him. But when he broke up with me, I was even more lost because then I'm like, I have no one. I have, where, where, where do I go? Because being with this guy and I loving this guy is not, that point is not there anymore when he broke up with me. So then I was stranded and I felt very, very lost. And it was a very dark time for me and a very, very sad time for me um, because I depended on this guy so much. Um, and then he left me. So then I don't know what I was doing. I was like, damn, I, my whole life revolved around this guy. He's not here anymore. What do I do? And I don't know. I, I don't know how I got out of it, you guys, but I just kept pulling through. Um, I kept going to school when, even when I went to school, I was still very lost. Woke up every day. I felt, um, I felt depressed, but I, but I couldn't feel depressed because I had to keep going. I didn't want to allow myself to, um, of course, I felt what I had to feel, but um, that could only last for so long. Like, there needs to be a point in time where um, I have to stop feeling that way and get up and move on with my life because he's not coming back. So, yeah, I don't know how I coped with it because it just happened very fast all I know is I had to keep going so during that time I also felt lost Um, the only time I was able to start 
reflecting and picking myself back up was when um I think it was like six months later um I was able to start communicating with my friends and having you know the support system around me to help understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling um I don't know it was, it's a very confusing it was a very confusing time for me and it's still confusing now to this day but I don't know I just made it out somehow yeah and you know you know because doodles and I are like best friends we just saw each other through these very uh pivotal moments in our lives you know and I don't know but like I'm Judo's best friend and usually she's got like a a nice size booty you know and then I saw that her booty was getting smaller and I was like hold on and I was literally like stand there your booty is getting little and this is not okay and I literally took a photo for this for Judo's and was like look and I'm not saying that helped with their breakup process, but <laughs> I was just like seeing it from the friendship end. like breakups are hard. They're not easy. You're lost in the relationship. You're lost after the relationship, but <laughs> that was just from my end as Judo's friend <laughs> who saw them go through such, such sad moments in life, you know, such, mo- yeah. such moments of feeling lost in life. Yeah. And that's why I'm thankful for having my girlfriends because when my friend showed me that I'm like, oh my girl where did my <laughs> booty go like Zan, this is the only junk in the trunk i have this is the only meat that i have because y'all girls don't got no boobies you know so you i need to have a little loving in the trunk so i'm just like i can't let this happen anymore so um you know i was very happy that my friends were there for me to help pick me back up and that's why you guys when you're in a relationship Please do not disregard your friends because in the end, when when and if you do break up with your boo thing, like nobody else is going to be there but your friends and family. So appreciate them, you guys. Yeah, you know, we all throughout this, I mean, it wasn't a plan, but throughout this whole episode, you know, we were talking about womanhood and um, homie, homegirls and friends because they're important in the beginning before your relationship, during and especially after, like Judo says, they're the only constant in your life. And mm-hmm. definitely we know some people, you know, who disregard friends during relationships. But, you know, that's not what we're suggesting here. Don't disregard the people who are closest to you when you're in a relationship. They know you best and they're there for you. Yeah, just just listen to their advice. Unlike something we didn't do over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I will punch ourselves. Yeah, literally, if I can go back to that person, I'd be like, "What are you? Here is the plan. You're you're not doing some things right. Here's laying it all out for this person. But what can we do? Don't buy him the PS4. He gonna break up with you. <laughs> As I would tell myself. <laughs> but how how did you feel when you broke up? When your ex and you broke up? Uh, yeah, so when my ex and I, ex-partner and I broke up, I, I think I felt a little differently from you because my obviously both judos and my relationship are different in all ways, but in the same way we were lost in love and after as well. But I think the most found moment that I felt in my life, like the moment where I felt like I knew myself the most was when we broke up. And so I think it's a little different from you, right? And I'm not saying, you know, comparing at all. It's just mm-hmm. we had different experiences because when when we broke up also my partner broke up with me 
so they initiated the breakup a lot of things happened and they initiated it but I did not object to it which is why when we talk about it you know we agreed when we broke up that we would let people know it's mutual because it was mutual you know it wasn't like I was like no let's be together let's try to fix things because I really really realized that we couldn't fix things anymore and it only took me three and a half years to realize it. But, you know, <laughs> I guess if you don't listen to your friend's advice, it will happen eventually, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I felt the most found when we broke up. And I'm thankful to my partner for ending the relationship. I really am. Because usually my partner is a little bit more stern on things like that. Like they really have a good sense of themselves and my ex-partner. And so when they did initiate the breakup, I was, I, I did ask my partner how they felt and they, they and I felt the same thing. They felt relieved. That's what we said. And mm-hmm. it's heartbreaking when I think back, I kind of want to cry because I'm like, why did we allow ourselves to stay in the relationship beyond two years um, mm-hmm. when we should have broken up the first time and hurt each other the way we did afterwards, only to realize that we weren't going to work out and then to break up. And so we felt relieved, you know, and it wasn't a horrible breakup. It was very mutual in a sense where we understood that the relationship just really couldn't go on anymore, not in a healthy way and not in the way where we wanted it to. And it's interesting because I don't think anyone ever thought we were going to break up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I, I didn't think you guys <laughs> were going to break up. I didn't think so. Yeah, like, I don't, I think our relationship, because we were such strong individuals and knew who we were as people, we existed outside of our relationship, and our relationship was two people together. I still felt lost in it, though, but we were eventually near the end of the relationship where I felt like I was pulling away from the relationship a little bit more. I was really, really becoming who I was, and then I think all of that was a catalyst into the ending of the relationship, but it was unexpected because from the outside, people thought our relationship was really great. And it was really great up until the end, you know? And so if you know people whose relationship, but you don't know the details within it, don't glorify that and compare your relationship to it because you don't know what's going on. Every relationship has hardships. And so my relationship with my ex-partner ended and I felt very found. I was still sad. I like cried the whole night after I told my, my, my friends, I was like so sad. And then I actually contacted my partner the next day. And I was like, are you sure we made the right decision? Because the saddest part was not only did you lose not not only did your relationship end with a lover, it ended with your best friend, one of mm-hmm. your best friends who knew so much about you. And so I texted that person and they were like, it doesn't feel right, but it's the best decision. And I was like, okay, that's true. We haven't contacted each other since because I think they and I both know that the relationship came to an end because we did the most we could, even though it went beyond what we should have done. So the end of my relationship was the moment in my life where I felt the most found. And I was able to finally reflect on a lot of points in my relationship that I wasn't willing to do when I was in it, because if I was in it and reflecting, I was going to be like, let's break up. And so really, I couldn't end the relationship on my end. I couldn't be the one to say, let's break up. I'm very thankful my ex-partner was the one who said it. And I respect them for being stern because that really helped us both go towards our own path very independently and without a lot of strings attached to our ex our our past relationship 
So I'm not saying I felt like absolutely wonderful about it, but I'm saying that I felt like it was like my ex-partner said, it might not feel right, but it was the best decision for us both. Do you think that when you, when he broke up with you, that you, that was the moment you found yourself? Was it because like during the relationship, he, both of you were, were very, you know, individual um, you did your own thing. He did your own thing. So do you think that he was holding you back a little bit from you being you to when he broke up with you, you were able to be yourself? I don't, I wouldn't say my partner ever held me back mm-hmm. because my partner, we, my ex-partner and I, we did a lot of separate things and we never told each other, like, don't do this or don't do this. Like we didn't spend three New Year's together because one New Year's I was in India, one I was in Thailand and the other I was in Thailand. So we never held each other back from going towards our own goals. And so I wouldn't say my ex-partner held me back. I would say I evolved as a person and we evolved as people. Mm. Yeah, naturally when you're in a relationship and it's long-term, you're gonna continuously progress into the person that you will become. And sometimes relationships end because who you become is not who you each other want anymore or need anymore. And so I feel like I was just progressing and they were just progressing. And honestly, to the core of it, I think we were incompatible. And that was something when you're 18, usually you're not really thinking about how compatible you are with the person. You just want to be with them for Mm -hmm. this reason, this reason. But when you get, you know, in the end, I realized that we were incompatible. So no, they did not hold me back. But I felt liberated after because I was more free to become who I was and I was more free because I wasn't thinking about I wasn't thinking that oh my goodness who I'm becoming is not going to be incompatible with my partner anymore I was just saying I was thinking more like now I'm able to more freely become who I want to become and I'm not attached to someone and so I would say I became much more selfish at the end of the relationship. And I'm very selfish now in regards to who I'm becoming because I'm kind of lost. And so I know some people are like, don't be selfish. But I have to say sometimes in life, you have to be selfish to help yourself navigate. Mm-hmm. So no, he did not hold me. My ex-partner did not hold me back. And the things I wanted to do, we were incompatible in the end. Yeah, yeah, I could put it really, you put it into really, really good words, because like, when you do break up with someone, um, or they break up with you, you do, you are given the chance to actually become who you actually really want to become. And you feel relieved, because I feel like I was lost when he broke up with me. But um, I was very thankful that you broke up with me, because I also felt relieved after reflecting back, like, it took me a while to realize that I get to become who I get to become without um, him, without him trying to be compatible with him. I get to be selfish. Yeah, and and I think that you know when Judas and I talk about being selfish, we're not selfish people. If you know us, we're very selfless people. But there are moments in your life when you need to be selfish so that you can find yourself. And we're not telling everyone to go out there and be selfish. You know, we're not trying to tell you that. <laughs> We're don't take to- his money, baby girl. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do it. That's very rude. <laughs> yeah. We're just telling you that if you're feeling like you need to just focus on yourself and you can't be in a relationship right now or or that being in a relationship is making it difficult for you to focus on yourself, whether or not that person is being intrusive on that, you should do it because you need to listen to your intuition and to what you need so that you can feel happy and content in your relationship. 
Hey Law Souls, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the handle The Lost Souls Podcast. And if you have a question or comment or story you want to share, feel free to email us at askthelostsoulspodcast at gmail.com. You know, we talked about during the relationship, we talked about how the, the relationship ended. I guess now in hindsight, after the relationship, what is the greatest lesson you learned from being in a five-year relationship for the first half of your 20s, Jules? Um, Honestly, talking about being lost in love, what one greatest lesson I learned is to not lose myself in relationship, <laughs> in a relationship, because like I said before, um, I before getting to my last relationship, I knew who I was, I was very confident. But when I got into the relationship, I began to um, lose myself. So the greatest lesson I learned is to not lose myself, learn what I like and what I don't like, and actually learned who I was and how I loved a person. And being able to reflect on that and seeing if it's good or bad and, you know, adjusting it to the point where I don't go through those, you know, um, steps again with the, my next partner, where I don't lose myself again. That's mm-hmm. good. It's kind of like a full circle. Like we were yeah. lost in love, but we don't want to be lost in love again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's just, and being able to be honest, to be, on, um, to be honest, uh, the greatest lesson I learned, another one is just being honest with myself and actually having conversation with myself when I'm in a relationship. Because um, after my ex broke up with me, I talked to two different people and I was able to be honest with myself. And doing that, I was able to say bye to both of them. For my end, you know, for my end, one of the greatest lessons I learned for being, from being in a five-year-long relationship for the first half of my 20s is, um, I don't know if I have any concrete lessons, but I guess I've abstractly, like, it's great to love someone, you know, like, <laughs> as much as it, like, hurts to be lost in love, like, love is a great thing. Like, I used to think, like, love is not a great thing, you know, after we just broke up, like, I never want to do it again, but being able to love someone is a very great feeling it gives you a lot of it grounds you a lot in what you're doing so one of my greatest lessons learned is to not be scared to love again but to love correctly this time and like judo said to not be lost in love but to be in a relationship and partnership um, where you are compatible and you are compatible on levels of communication and love and all this stuff so my greatest lesson is that loving someone is great being in love is great too. And so don't be scared to be in love again, but that I'm not going to make that like a central point in my life where if I'm not in a partnership with someone that my life is ruined. That's definitely Mm -hmm. not not my viewpoint. I don't think anyone should think like that. If you, if I had, you know, I'm not, uh, and it's interesting how we talk about being lost in love. I am not a person who sees the world in rose colored glasses. I'm not a person who believes in soulmates. I am a person who believes that there are many compatible people out there in the world and you just have to meet them at the right time. And I'm not a person who is, you know, always like really wanting to be in love either. So, you know, speaking from my point, a very practical person, I feel like um, you can still get lost in love. And so you should be very careful of not losing yourself. And, you know, we talk about, I talk about 
love being a great thing, even though I had such hurtful moments, my partner hurt me and I hurt my partner. That is how the relationship worked. And that's why the relationship ended. So it's not like I'm talking here like, oh my goodness, I'm the only good one in my my relationship with my (laughs) ex-partner. Yes, you you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're my best friend. You are the greatest. (laughs) That's what my best friends say from my end. For me as a person, I acknowledge that I hurt my partner too. We hurt each other in ways where we couldn't forgive each other. And that's where the relationship ended. And sometimes I'll tell some of my friends my viewpoints on my past relationship. And they'll be like, don't think like that. No, this, this, this. And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm at a, I was at a point where like, I did, you know, Judos and I talk about this a lot. We were literally, we were literally sitting in a car coming back from a trip with our girls. And we were like, you know, like, I don't love my ex anymore. But like, I don't, we couldn't describe this feeling we had towards our ex. We didn't love them anymore in a way where we wanted to be in a romantic relationship with them. But we never wanted anything horrible to happen to them as people, like for them to be, to die or anything like that, you know? Yeah. We, and we couldn't, we could literally could not create a word for it. We just kept talking about it. Like, I want the best for my ex-partner. They hurt me, yes. I hurt them, yes. But I don't want horrible things to happen to them. And I care for them in a way, we talked about like how we care for them in a way, and Judas can talk about this too, in a way where it's not the love, we don't want them to be, we don't want to be in a romantic love relationship with them. But we still like have this, see, we can't explain it. It's a love, (laughs) (laughs) it's a love that is platonic. Like they were such an important part in our life that we love that their existence was there, but we don't want to love them as partner and partner again. And so I don't know, Doodles, we literally sat in a car and talked about that on the way home and we still can't think of a word for it. So if you have a word out there for it, please let us know. <laughs> and it's not friend zone. No, it's, it's not. Because no. we don't want to be friends with them. Mm-mm. Oh, I don't want to be friends with them. Because <laughs> it's like, mm, I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want nothing to do with you. But I still care for you in a way that I will care for you from afar. Like, I don't, I don't, it's just very hard to explain. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, like, we will never, like, how can you disregard someone who was in your life for five years and who was your partner and your best friend? Like you literally, unless, no, honestly, from my point, I can't, but for some people, you know, who had relationships that had a different dynamic, you definitely can. But, you know, when Judas and I talk, we talk that our relationships were a huge part in our development as people. And those people who are ex-partners were huge parts of our lives. And so, like I said earlier, it's not friend, like Judas said, it's not friend zoning. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's not like you want to love them in a relationship. And so we have no word for it, but you just care so deeply for that person because they were so impactful in your life. And, you know, they were so big in your life that you never want anything horrible to happen to to them. And you do wish them really at the core for a successful, decent Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my friends saying, well, I just think you're not over him. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? I was just like, Oh, I something along those lines. Okay. It's like, well, well, like you are, like, are you sure, like, you're mm. not over him? And I'm just like, well, like, I honestly, I'm over him, but I'm not over the fact that mm. I hurt myself in the process. But I love him, but I don't love him in that way anymore. So I don't know, guys. It's not that we we're not over them. We just want them 
we want the best for them and but then we don't want anything to do with them too <laughs> yeah okay that's a good way to put it <laughs> yeah we don't want anything to do with them but we just want the best for them i don't know how to explain it i guess we'll put it at that what judo said we don't want to be in a romantic relationship with them or be with them anymore or be their friends but we don't want anything horrible to happen to them mm-hmm. yeah and we are yeah. over them mm-hmm. yes most definitely but oh. I'm just not over the part of healing myself and what I mm. put myself through during those lost times. Yeah, no, I agree with Judo's. I think like, yes, relationships are hard and leaving that partnership is hard, but forgiving yourself for allowing your, okay, I'm not going to like try to victim blame here, but working through your memory of ways that you were hurt and working through the reasons why you stayed is very difficult. It's a very difficult mm-hmm. healing process, I guess. We're just trying to be real. Like, Working through who you were in that relationship and being lost in love and who you were at that time, it's not easy and it takes a lot of time. Who knows how long? There's no like exact timeline, you know? Mm-hmm. We <laughs> mm-hmm. are reflecting within ourselves and that's why I'm so mad at myself. Like, I don't blame him. I blame myself for putting myself through that. Um, you know, he maybe he was a bad boyfriend. I don't know, but mm-hmm. he's not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I allowed myself to go through that. And I'm so angry at myself, but I'm still in the process of loving myself and forgiving myself. No, I agree with Judo's. Like my partner may have not been the best relationship partner near the end and towards the end, but they are a good and genuine person to the core. And I'm very like thankful that they're a good and genuine person to the core. And that's why we said in the beginning of this podcast, we're not here to bash our ex-partners. You know, we're here to talk and center ourselves as Hmong women who are in long-term relationships. But near the end here, we're still, we still acknowledge that those people, you know, are good and genuine people um, as mm-hmm. individuals. But they probably weren't the best partners for us, like incompatible to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And so, Judo's, um, as you look back on who you used to be in the relationship, what is something about you that has changed the most? Um, I feel like uh, what is something about me that has changed the most? Um, I feel like I don't know if it's changed, but like physically, but I feel like mentally um, what has changed is my outlook on relationships and love and who I am and when it comes to that um because back then I was like oh it's just love love is this love is supposed to be that but no love is not supposed to be that like love is what what I want it to be because mm-hmm. my love is different from your love my love is different from you know the person who's listening's love so so I feel like that my view of that has changed the most is like learning how I want to be loved and applying that if we're talking about love. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good insight. <laughs> it's a nice, what you said made me feel nice inside. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as, and as for me, uh, as I look back on who I used to be in the relationship and identify something that has changed the most, I feel more liberated to do the things that I want to do. And I'm not sure what my friends think, but I feel like I have more time to embark on things that I really want to do. 
and including this podcast, you know, I always like talk to my friends a lot and I always have a lot of things to say and they're always very respectful of that. And they always tell me like, oh, you should start a podcast. You should do something like this. And I just, I felt like when I was, when I loved, when I was in my my relationship with my ex-partner, I am not a lovey-dovey person, but when I'm in a relationship, I give them a lot of love. Like I love loving people. I love making people feel happy. But maybe somewhere along that process, I forgot to center my own dreams and who I wanted to become. And I think that might have resulted in the end of the relationship. I think I just had to process that a little bit more. So like Judo said, we're still healing. We're still processing here. We're not pros. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, I just felt like I was always consumed with loving a person and doing things for them and with them that now that I am not in a partnership or relationship with someone, I have more time to ponder my own thoughts and to start initiatives on my own um, initiatives that really serve me as an individual. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that has changed the most and I, I'm still going to process it. I'm only like post five months out of the relationship, <laughs> <laughs> but that, and I have so much support for my friends, you know, my best friends, Judos and my family that, all of these things are possible with my own, of course, willingness to do it and the love and support I have from all the people mm-hmm. around me. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, I love my friend, Aggie. She's so good at articulating. <laughs> I continue listening to her podcast. She's so good at articulating. One thing I really love about Aggie is that when I talk, I feel like I talk in like <laughs> sentences that don't make sense. And I get, I don't know, it is, it's not complete. And then my friend Aggie, she's able to sit there and, and uh, process it and articulate it for me. I'm just like, oh, yes. Yes, that's how I feel. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, Judos. Uh, no. And for Judos, like I said earlier, we're so different. Sometimes, you know, when people look at us, they probably wonder why we're friends. But <laughs> I may be able to articulate things. But Judos, Judos gives me the fire to start initiatives in my life and to be confident about starting things like this podcast. So mm-hmm. I really am grateful for um, having Judos and all my friends in my life. And we keep talking about this, but keep your friends and build those relationships with them, sustain those relationships because they matter so much more than a partnership for most of your life. <laughs> yes. yes, I remember. <laughs> we me and Aki we were drunk and we were like both crying oh. <laughs> we were crying about our relationship together oh. but then we were both drunk we were like <laughs> that was like one of the moments I like loved the most because it's like you know friendships are so amazing you get to laugh and cry and talk about these things so you know you may be lost in love but um I would suggest you not to be lost in friendships because they're the they ground you they really do your relationships Mm -hmm. friends and family ground you and I think Mm -hmm. one more thing I'd like to say about as I look back and what's something that's changed the most and I think Judo's touched on this quite a bit is I was able to be very honest with myself yeah I think when you're in the relationship you're not really willing to be honest with yourself because you of course like I said you then you would probably like be like okay I shouldn't be in the relationship and so (laughs) (laughs) afterwards I was much I was able to be more honest with myself and then go to therapy and go to counseling which helped so much and me just like having a place to spill my thoughts out and that contributed so much to my happiness just being honest that because I used to get really mad when I was drunk 
And then I would never know why I was really mad because I'm not a person to hold grudges or be upset about many things for a long time. But I realized, and I could never figure it out while I was in the relationship, why I was always mad and angry when I was drunk. In hindsight, after processing and going to therapy, I realized that I was mad because I stayed in a relationship and was doing a disservice to myself. And I was mad because my partner hurt me, but I let it go and I continued to stay. Now, Mm -hmm. I tested it out a few times. I don't get (laughs) mad when I'm drunk anymore. You can go to the clubs and start twerking now. Yeah. I don't even twerk. Like, literally. No, doodles. Like, I literally would stand on the dance floor and watch watch my friends and get drinks, bro. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Oh, my God. So much laughing. But, no, now I don't get get upset or angry when I'm drunk. And I could have never figured this out while I was in the relationship because I was mm-hmm. never honest with myself and so we're here to you know definitely emphasize counseling and therapy do whatever you mm-hmm. need to do we encourage folks to do that I go to therapy and counseling absolutely amazing just space to spill your thought and heart yes. heart out and so yeah and so that's one other thing about me that has changed the most that's good you know therapy really helps because you know, I get into therapy and I'm like, shoot, you know what? Maybe I should go to therapy too because I've had like situations in my life where I'm still confused about and my therapist said, know what you know and trust your gut. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> oh, I should have trusted my gut a long time ago not being in this relationship. But um, I don't, I don't regret it. I don't regret my relationship. It um, made who I am today. You know, I'm able to be a stronger individual because of my ex um, and become a wonderful person. And I'm really glad that um, Aggie and I um, got the chance to talk about it because we always talk about it. (laughs) But I'm really glad that we're able to talk about it and share it with you guys. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if you could feel smiling through voice, but I am smiling right now because this may be for a podcast, but this is literally our heart to heart about our relationships just in a different format uh, as we're recording it. But like Judel said, I'm smiling right now. I don't regret my relationship with my ex either. I'm grateful, not grateful, thankful completely for everything, but to have gone through the experience is good because it has changed me as a person and will change me in the future as well. And so we're kind of on not even the end of the tunnel here, but Doodles and I are best friends. So we definitely saw each other along this process. And really, you know, we're just sharing it with you all through the airwaves, basically. And Mm -hmm. so thank you, Doodles, for being a part of this. We're nearing the end of this podcast. Doodles, what is one word of advice you would give to people who feel lost in love right now? Oh, man. Uh, I want to give you this advice, but I don't know if you'll listen to it because you might be (laughs) like me who just has to go through it. But um, my advice to people lost in love is be honest with yourself. Even if you can't look at yourself in a mirror um and talk and be honest with yourself at least like you I know you hear these little voices in your head that's telling you no it's not right at least give them a chance listen to them at least talk to them a little bit and ask them why why shouldn't I do this you know and um and actually have a conversation and just be honest with yourself 
Awesome. Thank you, Doodles. That is some great advice for anyone who's lost in love or, you know, you're on the brink of admitting that you're lost in love. No shame in that. We're here to let you know there's no shame in being lost in love. Even if you are consider yourself an independent individual in life, you can still be lost in love. Everyone can be a culprit of love sometimes. And so thank you so much, Doodles. Um, I know this is the end of our discussion here, but I have some fire questions I'd like to ask you at the end here, which I didn't tell you about. There's no preparing. Oh, I'm like, black <laughs> answers. Oh, Lord. No, okay. no, no. It's just three questions of all okay. um, three questions. And so these are lost questions. So when you are feeling lost, you sometimes search for home. And home is not always a place. Sometimes it's a people. Sometimes it is a place. Sometimes it's something else. And so all three of these questions kind of ask you questions about what what you like to do when you're trying to find home. And so, for example, for the first one is, where's a place you would go to to feel at home? Damn. I would say I would go to my room to feel like home, <laughs> on my bed to feel like home. But if those aren't available during that specific time, I usually just turn everything off. I don't know if you guys do this, but I turn everything off and I just be by myself and like tune everything out and really just dig, go inside of me um, and just um, and he and love myself, hug myself. I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever done that, but yeah. Okay, thank you. What is a food you like to eat when you're trying to find home? Y'all know me. I don't really eat a lot, but when I do eat, I eat fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one food that I eat that feels like home. Fried chicken with rice with water. That's not weird. And pepper. <laughs> okay that's true you do eat a lot of fried chicken and we always get fried chicken so especially the korean fried chicken it's very true yes (laughs) yes i love my fried chicken Mm. okay and then the last question what is something you read or watch when you're trying to find home oh my gosh i read rupee's poems (laughs) yes her poems are yeah her poems when i'm trying to find home they they hit you hard. It's like, damn. <laughs> I like read a poem and I have to close the book and I have to put the book down and like nod my head and like soak it in like shit. That hit that hit me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but when I read Rupee, mm, that hits it hits it hits hard. No. I definitely agree. Judos and I have gone to see Rupee live and it was amazing. We own mm-hmm. all of Rupee's books and Rupee is literally just amazing. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Rupee. Go check her out if you guys haven't already. Yes, Rupee Car. Rupee's books are Milk and Honey. The second book is what is Sun the second and her book? Flowers. Sun, Sun and, and her flowers. flowers. Is it Sun Her Flowers or Sun and Her Flowers? Yes, I think Sun and Her Flowers. And the third book is Homebody, just recently yes! came out. <laughs> and so, no, we don't even know Ruby. So we're not like, oh, support Ruby because we're friends. We literally don't know Ruby, but we just like really enjoy reading um, Ruby. I'm, so. I'm her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her best friend. Just kidding. <laughs> but yes, I love Ruby. Please, please go support her because she's my best friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Well, that is the end of the fire question round, Doodles. Thank you so much for being on the episode talking about lust, lost in love, post half decade long relationships. Don't do it. Just kidding. And we're really just kidding because do it, but do it when you're ready. Okay. Any mm-hmm. other things, Doodles? Thank you for having me. I really <laughs> enjoyed this. Thank you, Aggie, for hosting. You're awesome. Continue listening to Aggie, please. She's such a wonderful person, and she's here to help everyone. Yeah, and we laughed a lot in this podcast, and they were not fake laughs. We really had a good time. Um, thank you all again for joining us on this episode of Feeling Lost in Love. Don't be shy to admit that you're feeling lost in love. It's a regular thing. We're here to let you know that we definitely went through it too and we're still mm-hmm. processing it right now. So don't worry. No shame, okay? <laughs> I was crazy. Trust me, I was a crazy one. <laughs> no shame, but we do encourage healthy and loving relationships. And so, mm-hmm. so much love in this room. Thank you so much, Doodles, for your time. Um, once again, don't forget to follow the Lost Souls podcast on Facebook and Instagram at the handle the Lost Souls podcast. And if you have a story you want to tell me and Doodles about being lost in love feel free to message on instagram or facebook or email the lost souls podcast at ask the lost souls podcast at gmail.com once again judos where can people find you um at judos on instagram twitch um twitter facebook all social media yeah you guys um share your story i wanna i wanna i wanna know you know if you guys are can relate to um aggie and i because it's very interesting you know and we're here to support you um (laughs) so please if you have any questions or you just want to share your story we're here to listen yeah you know if you tell us your stories and you want to reply you know we'll maybe you make another episode or we're even going to instagram live or something where we can talk to you all and with you all as this part of as part of a community of law a community of lost souls and one component of it is being lost in love so don't be afraid like the first intro episode which if you, if you haven't listened yet listen to the intro episode called be a proud lost soul have a great evening day whatever time you're listening to this everyone and make sure to communicate and contact with us if you ever want to share your lost in love stories <laughs> bye bye thank you bye